The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. So, hi guys, welcome to a brand new episode of I Love Wellness. We have my best podcast friends on, Krista and Lindsay from Almost 30. I love that I so much. It makes me so happy. I know. I think I've been speaking to you guys more than anybody else in isolation. (laughs) You're like, mom, excuse me. I need to talk to Almost 30 right now. (laughs) I have my weekly call with Almost 30. (laughs) I'm down. Let's schedule it. First investor then team, then almost 30. (laughs) So um, thanks you guys so much for doing the Love Wellness podcast. Of course. We're honored. Um, For anybody that isn't familiar with Almost 30 or your podcast, can you guys just give us sort of like your quick bio? Because I realized that normally I open episodes by properly introducing people, but I forgot today. Sorry. Nah. It makes us a little... It's like day 42. It's honestly. day 42. We're, so like, I don't know what's happening anymore. We're loosey-goosey. We have dreads. We're just saying. Um, yeah. So Lindsay and I started almost 30 when we were transitioning from our 20s to our 30s, where we were in our seven return. We felt really lost and we felt like so much of what we thought life would be, it wasn't. And we mm-hmm. felt like we wanted to just come together in conversation about career transitions, about relationship transitions, about understanding things like finance, hormones. There's just so much that we felt like we should have known and we didn't. So we started almost 30 during that time and created a community and, and all that. And, and it's been super powerful. What kind of guests do you guys have on your show? People like Lauren Bosworth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a range, you know, it's, it's been important for us to, you know, cover the questions and the topics that we felt we wanted to explore just as, as like personally. And yeah. so from health and wellness to spirituality, to entrepreneurship, culture, it's important for us to speak to people that, that might not, people might not know about, you know, it's important for us to kind of like give people that have impacted us a platform to reach a new audience. And we're, you know, really not afraid to talk about topics that might be like hard to talk about in normal conversation, you know, whether that's something that's super woo-woo and spiritual mm-hmm. or talking about, you know, white fragility. So um, it's been, it's been really cool as we have evolved to um, invite our audience to have these conversations too, because I do think like in their heart, they're like ready and willing to have these yeah. interesting, thoughtful conversations. I love you guys so much because you're so easy to talk to. And I think that we all, the three of us interview people all the time and we do stuff like this all the time. But um, from like the moment I met you guys, I was like, oh, these girls are ride or die kind of girls. (laughs) We felt the same about you. We were like, wow. I just like when I met you, I was like, oh, she is a really good person with really good friends that really love her and that she really loves too. Like that's what I was like thinking. I'm like, oh. She has like true real friends that like mm-hmm. is the same like ride or die. And it was just really easy with you. That's so nice. How did you two many each other the whole time? <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, wow, you guys look so beautiful over Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I just worked out. I have not washed my hair in three days, but I take a bath like once or twice a day. And so my hair is still wet from yesterday and it's literally developing like a huge tank. It's just a tangled mess, but I like shoved it into a bun. 
<laughs> a bath twice a day. That sounds amazing. Yeah, icon. <laughs> Literally, I walk out and I'm like, mom, I'm taking my first bath. And then like six hours later, I'll be like, it's time for my second bath. <laughs> <laughs> You're still pruny. Yeah. Honestly. Because what the fuck else are you guys doing right now? <laughs> All I'm doing know, is working, yeah. exercising, and taking baths. Yep. It's important. I think like the bath thing or a shower, I've been talking about it where it just feels like I'm new. Mm-hmm. I can kind of like cleanse myself of anything that feels a little icky. It's yeah. literally like more than a bath. <laughs> it, it is. My morning routine is two and a half hours long right now. It is. Whoa. <laughs> it is just like Krista. my dream. <laughs> It's, it's absurd. Like this morning I got up at six and we had to do our interview this morning. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to have time for everything. I was like a little stressed out. I'm like, okay, I pulled my tarot card. I'm on my vibrating plate. I'm like meditate. I'm doing my thing. So my morning routine is Wait, a bio, can you just, like a bio can lab you, in her apartment. Please reveal to us what your morning routine is. What is a vibrating plate? Okay. So here's the routine. Okay. Get up gratitude journal everyone knows what that is and then sure. I'll dream journal so I'll write about my dreams if you oh yeah I have not been writing down my dreams sorry yes that's I what forgot. you need to do minus okay. one bath add dream journal <laughs> so I get up in the morning and do the gratitude list just to get my mind right and get me in the state of gratitude um, I'll write down my journals which is just really interesting to see the common themes in your dreams and if there's any messages that come through it's really helpful to have that written down and then I'll meditate for 15 minutes in front of my juve light. So I have this like infrared red light that I have at my house and that helps with collagen. It helps with inflammation. It helps with um, just really enhancing your mitochondria, which is the basis of every cell in your body. Mm. And meditation will happen there. And then I'll go down my vibrating plate, which is $200 on Amazon. <laughs> and it's this plate that you stand on and it shakes. It like vibrates you. So it helps move lymph in your body. It helps release muscle tension. And it also just like triggers your muscles in a very quick, fast way. So it's like um, helping to stimulate your muscles. So I'll do that for 15 minutes. And then I'll foam roll for 15 minutes, which is amazing. I'll do a workout, either Terrence me the class. And then sometimes I'll do a little strength. I'll do some walking and maybe a little reading. But yeah, it's just super long now because we have so much time. And I'd rather be doing that than like looking at my phone or like watching TV or I don't know. I just feel like there's so much focus on my phone right now. I'm trying to find anything that's like nourishing for me that I can do outside of that. I love that. Lindsay, do you have a two and a half hour morning routine? I do. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. It's not quite, it's not quite two and a half hours, but um, I, I do have to say during this time, especially I have been so committed and it feels really good. So when I wake up, I actually, the last few days I have been recording my dreams because they've been so weird. I don't know if anyone out there has been having like pandemic dreams, not about the pandemic, but they're just so intense. Like I think collectively there's like a very intense energy happening um, for obvious reasons, but then maybe not so obvious reasons. So I've been writing that down and um, the common theme is frustration in my dreams. So that's cool. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> it's weird. And then I... I make my morning like coffee or elixir and that's like really made meditative for me. I've been just, I've been doing all the things like heating the milk mm. over here and the hot water here and doing this. So I'm a little personal barista to myself and then I'll sit down. Um, I find a, a spot in the sun in my apartment and I will pull my Oracle card and I'll usually uh, like either meditate on that or journal on that. It's just something like I'll ask for guidance. I'll ask a specific question and just kind of, with that uh, that answer 
from the cards. And then I've been drawing a lot. So like on my iPad, I have this program Procreate and I just draw for like 10 minutes mm-hmm. and um, then I'll work out. So the class has been a staple. Um, it feels really good on my body. Um, Everyone's doing the class. Yeah, I'm so happy to feel like I started it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy like that digital like option is really popular for them now because well, Taryn, they launched that like a week before we all started working from home. So the timing of it was just a it was like perfect timing. Wow, it wasn't planned. It just happened to be that like they did launch Digital Studio like a week before all of this started to go down. And then after I do that, I'll either jump on the, tra- I have like a little trampoline. You can get them really cheap on Amazon or you can mm-hmm. take, or I take a walk, maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes, just walk at a brisk pace and um, get some sunshine and then start the day. That's been like pretty sufficient for me. So movement is, has been a big part of this for you guys every day. For sure. Me every too. Day. Like so important to just move energy to like our life force, you know? have to just continue to stay in motion as like a human. So yeah, really, really good. A hundred percent. Well, as I guess I've almost been in New York for 10 years. So I'm close to being able to, being able to call myself a New Yorker, which is wild because everybody yeah. is like, you're from Laguna Beach. Like I've lived in New York for almost 10 years, guys, but I'm so used to walking. <laughs> I'm so used to like walking miles and miles every day around the city. And so I have been craving exercise like nobody's business. And it's funny because I have... N- I've always enjoyed exercise, but I have never been one that can get into like a really serious long-term routine with exercise. Like some people, it's really easy and like they crave it. And this moment in time has shown me that I actually am one of those people. (laughs) Um, I look forward to like the pain every day and it reminds me that I'm alive and have energy and... I'm capable of stuff makes me feel like an actual person, you know, when I'm like in the pain of those like ab workouts or butt workouts Mm. or whatever. And I've started to become like addicted to that feeling of that, like intensity in your muscles, that like lactic acid buildup. It's like that mind body connection too. That's so nice. It gets you out of your head into Mm -hmm. your body. And we were living in New York too. And I used to get 15,000 steps a day, 17,000 steps a day, easy. And moving to LA, I mean, I have to force myself to get steps, which is obviously I love living here. It's so beautiful, but I really, really miss that forced movement in New York. I think last time I was in New York, at the end of the day, I checked my steps. It was like 10 miles. I was like, are you joking? Literally. And it felt so good. Mm-hmm. It felt so, so good. Yeah, you you just walk without even realizing that you're like really getting great exercise every day. I don't, I don't know, but you just, yeah, you just walk and walk and walk there. And it's um, such a part of my lifestyle um, when I'm, when I'm at home there and I, I really miss it, but it's funny because my mom has been taking a walk every night around the neighborhood. She's like, do you want to take a walk? I'm like, no, <laughs> why? <laughs> no, I don't. You're like, I'd rather talk to almost 30. Honestly, literally. <laughs> I'm like, I want to just watch TV. <laughs> Of course. I mean, by a certain period of the day, it's like all sets are off. I'm going to just do it mm-hmm. up. You know, I just got to fucking let loose and watch TV or whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm in California, but I'm keeping East Coast hours um, because 99% of my team is still on the East Coast, but wherever they are or like Chicago or wherever people have gone to. And so I wake up at like 
in the five o'clock hour every day. And we have a team call every morning. So I'm done with work by like two or 3 p.m. Pacific. But if I don't work out before my day is over, like there's no chance. My brain is toast by, by 2 p.m. Pacific. <laughs> I, mean, I was reading in this book, forget what it's called, but it was by, by Ben Greenfield and he was talking about fitness and working out. And he says, if you're in a rut, he's like a great way to like get yourself out of it is to switch the time that you work out. I always work out in the morning. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, oh, that would be interesting to try. Like what it would be like to work out in the afternoon or the evening and how that might change like results just because your brain and body is so used to that fitness at that certain time. Yeah, I kind of, I have to get it done before my brain gives up on me. Because like the brain is the biggest motivator, you know what I mean? And it's interesting because in the class, you work through that brain discomfort, right? <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah. they're like, it's not about the ass, but it is about the ass. <laughs> like, they always like talk about the body. It's like, it's not about this. What is it about that you're really like resisting or you're really mm-hmm. not pushing mm-hmm. through or you're really not like allowing to be, which is so fascinating. Yeah. I mean, when we don't do those burpees for like five minutes every day, I'm always really impressed with myself at the end. I'm like, wow, I just did that. <laughs> um, so how did you guys meet? How long have you been friends for? It's been like almost four and a half years. So Krista and I both lived in New York, but we did not know each other in New York. I moved to LA with SoulCycle. So I was a SoulCycle instructor for four and a half years. And I guess a year and a half in, I was connected with Krista because she was auditioning in New York to become a soul cycle instructor. Mm-hmm. And so um, after her first audition, it's, it's a really intense process. It's quite extensive. There's like an in-person audition, there's an interview, there's an applicant, there's just so many layers to it. So she didn't get this the first time and we were connected by a mutual friend to talk about the second audition. And so we became fast friends. Krista's the type, like she scheduled a FaceTime call and we had like a meeting and went over it and it was awesome. I was like, oh, I love this girl. Too bad she lives in New York. Like, okay. FaceTime (laughs) call. Wow. I know. It was great. And then she auditioned again when she came out to LA. So her and her boyfriend decided to move out to LA. I'm telling the story for you. And didn't end up making it, but we were connected. And it's just so funny that during that time she had gotten um, lessons to be on a microphone, like had done all this preparation for what would soon be a podcast that we started together. I was a performer. So I had experience with, you know, doing creative projects and being in front of people and all of that. So when we became uh, real life friends out in LA, we started talking just about really deep things that were happening in our lives. Major transitions. She was dealing with some uh, health issues. I was dealing with like relationship issues, just going through major, major transitions. And I found so much healing. We found so much healing in these conversations we were having. And she came to me one day, she was a fan of pod podcasts in general. I hadn't really listened to podcasts yet. It was really early on in the game. And uh, she goes, you think we could make these conversations a podcast? Mm. And I, I'm always down to, to start something, do something and see what happens. And so I was like, yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea what that is really, but we let's try. So I had, you know, a little recorder, $20 from Amazon, and we would record in our closet. And um, we did that. closet recording. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. It's the best acoustics. Yeah. And we recorded for six months. Those never got released. But during that time, we were really able to cultivate this chemistry, get to know each other and understand like what this 
was, you know, what almost 30 would and should be at least in the beginning. And so we launched in September 2016 and we've released an episode, at least one episode every week since then, which is just really cool. If I really, if I think about it, you know, to show up for something, not knowing what it's going to become has been like, for me, one of the most rewarding and biggest lessons in my life. And so amazing that you guys have managed to keep it up for so long. You know, like when I was doing Lady Love, and I think we did it for maybe three years. And by the end, when we decided that we needed to wrap, because, you know, Jill and Greta and I were living in different places and the scheduling was really challenging. We were still so proud of our accomplishment. <laughs> and so I'm sure you guys feel the same way. You have dedicated so much of your time to this endeavor. And it's really interesting to, to sort of like look at the body of work that you've created. And it's just really something that you can be proud of. And I'm sure for you, it also sort of functions like, um, what are those things called? Time capsule, the thing you like bury in the earth and dig back up again. For sure. (laughs) You know, I don't know if you guys ever go back and listen to your older episodes, but I sometimes do with Lady Levin and I'm like, wow. (laughs) crazy Dealing with something. It's like our diary, you know, it's like it is, it sometimes it makes me happy and sometimes it scares me because I'm like, (laughs) oh, what am I saying at that time? Like, what was Mm -hmm. I really feeling? You know, you can't really lie on a podcast. So it's like, whatever I'm going through is very out there in the open. So it's just an interesting thing. Like if someone you know, listen to the first episode of us from three years ago. It's like, I'm such a different person then naturally. So that it's like their idea of me is so different than what I am now. It's kind of like a weird concept. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) It's very interesting. And yeah, on Lady Love, when we would talk, I was talking about, you know, my breakups and dating boys and I had an ego about it. And, you know, sometimes I go back, I listen, I'm so embarrassed by the stuff that I would say. Oh my God. Wait, what do you mean an ego about it? First of all, Lady Eleven was iconic. You guys were like way ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. Like honestly, trailblazers. What do you mean you had an ego? Oh, you know, sometimes I would just be like, oh, I'm dating like five guys right now. (laughs) Oh my God, I love that. Totally. Oh my God. That's what I mean. It's the same as like when people ask me about The Hills and they're like, oh, I watched an old episode of The Hills. I'm like, oh my gosh, please don't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's so funny so you know since we are dealing with working from home isolating you know and I think that the reality of the situation is that it will get better it will get worse again it will get better you know it's like it's not like life is going to go back to what it was in an instant I think it's going to take a while for us years even to sort of Uh, move back into a place where everybody's just comfortable again in restaurants, at clubs, at festivals and whatever. Have you guys been able to sort of like discover a silver lining through all of this thus far? I think for me, there's actually a lot of silver linings that I've particularly found. And um, one of the most is just the ability to slow down. And I think for so many people, and especially women of our community, you know, we're moving so fast. We're doing a hundred billion things, and that's what's been very beautiful about seeing women rise and women like start businesses and um, be entrepreneurs and all of these things. But you know, as women, we just take on a lot more, I think, you know, than men do. We have the family responsibility. If you want to start a family, I think we are like the commanders of relationships. 
in a lot of ways when they're romantic. Um, we have deeper friendships with females and then you lay on maybe a side hustle or a job or a company. And it's just a lot. You know, I think that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and I definitely did that personally. So having this time where everything was forced off my calendar has been really, really refreshing. I've felt more spacious than ever. I've felt more like grounded than ever. And I've really been able to get clear about what it is that makes me feel good and what it is that makes me feel really nourished. So I feel like the spaciousness has been like incredible for me personally. And I understand that's not, you know, everyone's experience, but it has been just what I've experienced and I've really enjoyed it. Hmm. So as you move forward, are you going to continue to take things slower, I guess, like when we're able to like go out again? Yeah, I keep thinking, I keep getting stressed about anxiety as the word, I guess. I keep getting anxious thinking about the future. I'm like, oh my God, I'm scared. It's going to go back. I'm scared I'm going to be moving as fast as I was before. And I keep forgetting that I have control over this. Right. Like, I don't know why I'm feeling like I don't have control over my calendar and schedule. There are things that obviously we don't have control over of that are, you know, related to the business or whatever. But I'm like, I have control over how much stuff I can put on my schedule. I have control over how much I can see my friends over, you know, making more time for my morning routine if that really feels nourishing or taking on too much during the day. And I'm like, I can do this. So I really want to just make that point to have this more balanced schedule than it was before. Yeah, I, I'm sort of sharing the same anxiety. I've kind of gotten accustomed to the quiet. And so mm-hmm. facing the noise again feels a little like, yeah. oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's really going to call on us to create more boundaries and non-negotiables. Because sometimes, like to your point, I feel like, well, it's out of my control. Like the meetings have to happen and all of this. But there is there is like a an ability to set a new standard and to invite people into like a new type of experience related to business in particular, right? Like you're running a company, we're running a company, but we don't have to do it like it's always been done. It doesn't guarantee success to do it like it's always been done. Perhaps like the slowing down, the spaciousness, maybe a, a white space day where you're just creative could be game changing and that could produce your next like cult favorite product, right? There's just so many possibilities. And I think that's what I've learned so much during this time is, is that I think I was so addicted to, I don't know, like the, the sure structures that were kind of keeping my day together. And what I've discovered is that like in like the, the flow and kind of the flexibility of the day, I've found like really inspired moments. And it's Mm -hmm. usually in the quiet when I'm like sitting, having lunch by myself and I'm looking out the window. Like I've given myself more time to just be and be more blank and not think about, okay, so what am I going to do next? And what's the solution? And what's the next idea? It's like, oh, maybe the idea is going to come and find me. (laughs) I just give it the space to come in, you know? Yeah. So it's been a lesson in, in energetics for me as well. I like that. Yeah, I um, I do most of sort of the product development innovation at, at Love Wellness and uh, kind of am the starting point in terms of how we like market product and talk about them. And it's really interesting that in this moment, I have had some things pop into my head that feel really good for sort of the first time in a long time, because we have been in such growth mode over at Love Wellness that 
Um, I've been really focused on strategy and just operating and have had less time to sit and think creatively about how we're going to bring new product to market or, or what's coming down the pipeline, even though we have, you know, our, our, our product pipeline sort of like established, you know, I, I hadn't been dedicating a lot of time to the development specifically of sort of the storytelling aspect of the brand, which is really important. And so, yeah, in these quiet moments, I keep getting struck by lightning over and over again about like, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And I feel really energized about the innovation that we're working on right now, which is really exciting. And it's the most fun part of my job. And it's like, why I do what I do? Because we get to literally make stuff. And so, yeah, I think probably for me, that's the silver lining is like, I've had enough quiet where my brain is literally turned on again. So it's been really cool. Yeah, the inspiration is huge. And haven't you, I've been so, it's being stuck at home is so productive. I know it's like kind of crazy, but it's like, it's so productive to be at home and have less distractions, not have anywhere to go, not have any meetings to go to, you know, for you going into the office or going to things in the city is a lot. And it's a very energy draining. So to be at home, to just work and be in that state is huge. Yeah, it's really fun to sort of be in a flow. You know what I mean? And I really recognize that like when it's not happening to not push it, you know what I mean? And like my team may not always like that, but I'm like, listen, guys, it's just like not like clicking for me right now. And so it is clicking currently and it's very inspirational and it helps us take huge steps forward in everything that we're doing, which is really, really cool. Are you guys into astrology? <laughs> I know we're like getting close to the end, but I wanted <laughs> to ask you it. that question at the very beginning, but then Are we you? just started talking. I'm getting more into astrology. I want to guess your we, sign. We just had an episode on astrology yesterday. Yeah. yeah oh, really? Okay, wait, let me guess your sign. Hold on. Okay, guess. I'm guessing Cancer or Taurus. I'm guessing Sagittarius or Pisces. Libra. You know what? It's hilarious. I've never gotten that right one time. I've been doing that for fucking years and I've never gotten it right. Libra. It's like my party trick. I'm like, let me guess your sign. Wait, do you know do you know your rising and your moon sign? Yeah, actually. I discovered them the other day because I did an Instagram okay. live with Jessica Lagnato. Um, oh, yeah. she's amazing. Yeah. And so then I looked up my thing on her website. Okay, my moon is in Leo. Okay. Oh. And ascendant, is that rising? Uh Uh Uh-huh. Is Pisces. Okay. Yeah. So that's what you're stepping into in this life. But I don't really know what that means. (laughs) I don't know the difference between sun, moon, and ascendant. I just know what they're listed here as. Your moon is like your emotional body. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm not as familiar with like the Leo in that way. I know Leo is like Leo is really pride. confident, really confident. prideful, yeah, very clear, very direct. Mm. But yeah, I think it's powerful for people. You know, if they want to figure out their sun, moon, and rising, whether it's through, you can really figure it out pretty quickly online with your first time and location. And it is really helpful because I do feel like just the sun sign doesn't always feel like it fits. Mm-hmm. I'm a Pisces, but I don't feel like a Pisces. You know, so when I figure out my sun rising you and moon, seem to it to be as watery as a Pisces. I know. That's like as emotional, it. you know what I mean? Exactly. And I, but 
it's my, what I came into this world with, you know, it's kind of that, that part of me. And, and, you know, deep down that really is who I am, but it's not the side I choose to show very often. What's your mm-hmm. rising? My rising is Virgo. Oh, yes, yeah. Yes, and then yes. my moon is Sagittarius. So, you know, it just helps to know like those full aspects of ourselves and um, really just give us context and words for the way that we want to show up in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, not to be taken so seriously, but it's just like a helpful tool, you know, mm-hmm. and just says to really understand ourselves. But I think, you know, like a lot of people, when you just look at your son, you're like, well, I'm not always like yours, you know. Yeah, I'm a Virgo son. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. However, like there are parts of me, like if we think about a Virgo who's like kind of anal attention to detail, I'm like that with like my home and cleaning mm-hmm. and my space. But then look at my like email inbox. No, I'm not a Virgo. So it's just really interesting. Yeah. But I'm, I'm step, I'm a Libra rising. So Mm-hmm. Um, that feels true. Like, kind of, the balance. Yes. So it says your rising sign is your surface level personality. So what people see you as or perceive you as, and your moon sign is your private emotional self. So you don't really share that as much with the world. It's who you are when you're alone. Mm-hmm. And then the sun is your personality center. So the basically the very core of you. Interesting. But yeah, astrology is cool, but sometimes it's just so much information and it changes literally every day. You know, it's like, oh, we're a different degree in this sign, in this house, and this is passing through this, and then it's natal square chiron. <laughs> and you're like, okay, this just seems like a lot. So I kind of dip in and out. I'll just check my monthly with Susan Miller on the astrology app. Oh yeah, the OG. <laughs> and then um, I'll just check in every once in a while when I feel called. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? Or if totally. I feel really off, it's helpful to just tap in. Like, is there something going on astro- astrologically that could be influencing my mood or how I'm showing up right now? Yeah, interesting. I I was listening to, I guess, Jessica's most recent podcast for this week. And she's like, there's a new moon or so. I guess we're, we're in Taurus season, right? Taurus. And she was like, weird things are going to happen this week. And oh man, with work, weird stuff is happening every day. And I'm like, what is happening? It's so interesting so too with different There's been an energy shift. <laughs> It's like some are so positive about things and some are actually very like more pragmatic. Jessica's very like direct and pragmatic. And yeah, some of the she's like 2020 is going to suck. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's like, and 2021. Yeah. We're like, okay. <laughs> she's like, you guys want, want the realness. And then it's like other people are like, yeah, this is going to be a beautiful time where we get grounded and creative. So it's like, that's another thing too, is like everyone is kind of different in the way they interpret what's going on. So you always have to remember that too. Yeah. <laughs> so funny okay well we could do a whole other episode about astrology but we're coming to the end of time so um every episode i ask what are your secret rituals it's like something you do that makes you feel happy and balanced it could be anything from like pizza night to like taking a bath i'm just curious anything goes I think with my fiance, Justin, we've been together for seven years. So whenever we're together and like, I will make him like hold hold me and we'll be like, I will kind of in my mind, see our energy exchange of love between us. So I'll be like, Oh, I'm filling you up. You're filling me up. So I have this ritual where every day we like hold each other for a certain amount of time and like actually see our love energy transferred from one to the other, just to like keep us connected, get those dope or get that serotonin release you know, or oxytocin, which releases after eight seconds of hugging someone. And then just to like kind of esoterically see our energy fuel one another, see our love fuel one another. So that's like our little ritual that, you know, we'll do together. That's really nice. Yeah, it is. Um, I make sure that I am, I said I like 
start the day drawing, but whatever that looks like, whether it's drawing, I like, I sing and I have this little loop pedal that I play with. And for me, it's... You it's, sing? It mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's this energy that I need to move. And it's so funny, like after I do that or draw or even dance or something like that, I do feel this like closed loop. I'm like, okay. And now I can proceed. You know, it's like this one thing that it's so different from what I'm doing during the day. And it just kind of like charges me and it's, it moves energy. It kind of brings in some creative juju and then I'm ready to go. So I do that every day. I love that. Um, I guess it's taking 12 baths a day. (laughs) (laughs) That's my secret ritual, you guys. Um, Okay. My last question. What's something you do now that you wish that you had learned earlier? that makes you feel good literally everything my whole life <laughs> literally everything literally every single part of my whole life uh, same Honestly. pretty mm-hmm. much it's my whole lifestyle that I have now like I wish I was doing yeah. it two years ago <laughs> I do feel like younger girls are really attaching to like the lifestyle that we have like mm-hmm. being more mindful more cautious more slow I wish that I would have maybe not as many like I used to just eat a lot more like fake sugar foods, like stimulants, like pre-workouts, just kind of like trash food that had a lot of ingredients that were not good. So I wish I would have found just clean whole foods a little bit for a little bit earlier on. Mm-hmm. I think I would have like, done my body good. I feel that yeah, for sure. Same, in that same vein, I think, and we've talked about this, but, but alcohol, I would drink so much in my early 20s. And now I, I drink just every once in a while, you know, if I'm with friends and and even when I drink, it's just not as much in one sitting. And I just think it affected more than I realized back then. My spirit, how I thought, like my confidence, my anxiety, my health, obviously. So I would just say like, you don't need five drinks. Yeah, that's really nice. All right, girls. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Where can our listeners oh, yeah. find you? <laughs> we're on Instagram almost 30 podcast almost 30 podcast.com wherever you listen to podcasts we're almost 30 podcasts and we are so excited to listen to our episode I'm sure we can correspond when both of our episodes are out but we had so much fun recording with you in New York such a blast pre-corona was that Pre-corona. right before it was like a week before like, 10 yeah. days before I remember I had my Lysol wipes with me I was like wiping down elevator buttons yeah <laughs> yeah Love that. All right. Well, thanks you guys so much. We'll see. We'll see you on our next call. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>